Welcome to Ted In Your Head, the podcast where we grab a hold of our minds and ask, what's happening here? Where we answer the question, what can I do with this? And where we seek to powerfully decide, this is what I want to create. This is your host, Ted Moreno. I'm a certified hypnotherapist, a success performance coach, and a fellow explorer of what is possible. Come on, let's check it out. Greetings. Today, I'm going to continue the theme of last week's podcast, which is happiness and the hypnosis of the culture. Like last week, I'm going to start with a story. One day, a monk stopped by the house of a wealthy man and found the owner focused on filling a large steel chest with gold and silver coins. Puzzled, the monk asked him what he was doing. The man replied, Sir, you have no cares. The faithful feed you, and if they don't, it doesn't matter because you don't care what happens to your body. But it's different with us householders. We must hoard some of our wealth so that we will not go hungry in time of need. The monk's reply was to invite the rich man to visit him the next day in the hills outside of the city. When he arrived, he found that the holy man had dug a pit in front of his hut and was earnestly filling it with small round stones. He'd obviously been working since dawn and had already amassed quite a pile. What are you doing, sir? The man asked. The mountain behind your hut is covered with these smooth round stones. Why are you collecting them? For time of need, the monk replied. It might happen that all these mountains are washed away, and so I'm collecting these stones and hiding them in case I need them. That's crazy, the wealthy man replied. It's not possible for this mountain to be washed away. The monk jumped out of his pit and replied, And it is not possible that life will fail to lay your food before you. It's foolish to waste your precious time hoarding gold and silver. Your task in life is to know yourself at every level. Hoard your energy for accomplishing this noble purpose instead of frittering it away on petty cares and anxieties. I've had this little parable for years on a page of magazine print. I can't even remember where I got it from. I'm surprised that I kept it because it didn't make a lot of sense to me at the time I first read it. I mean, was a message that you shouldn't be concerned about the future? That saving for a time of need was not important? That you shouldn't seek abundance? Recently I found this filed away and I read it again, but now it seems like I get it. And it occurred to me that the reason I get it is because of something that happened in 2009. Allow me to tell you another story. In 2009, my wife and I had just purchased our house in the middle of the Great Recession. House prices were down and so was my business. A lot of people were losing their homes and their businesses at the time. Shortly after moving into my house, I became very afraid. Most of my life, I've had no desire to buy a house because of the commitment. Now, I had a big commitment in the form of a monthly mortgage. I started to worry that if business didn't pick up, I might lose my house just as quickly as I bought it. That fear in my mind began to grow. My business phone was deathly silent. I started to have pictures in my mind of packing up our stuff and moving out. One night, as I lay in bed, unable to sleep, I looked back over my life. And I realized that most of my life I'd been without any substantial amount of money or material goods, and this made me feel even worse. But then, 
something else occurred to me. It occurred to me that I'd never been homeless. I had never lacked for food. When I needed a car, I was able to get one. I was always able to buy clothes if I needed them. Yet, in spite of all this, I had always been really worried about money. And that night, for the first time in my life, I knew I could always count on myself to get by. If we lost the house, we'd always have a place to stay. And I realized that worrying about it was paralyzing me and actually keeping me from doing the things I needed to do to attract business. And the worry, of course, was making me very unhappy. I knew the challenge facing me was to transform doubt and fear into faith and gratitude, to break free from the hypnosis of the culture and fully understand that who I was is not defined by my house, my car, or my bank account, but instead by who I declare myself to be and how well I'm able to live up to that declaration. I felt grateful for the fact that at least that night I was sleeping in a house that I owned that my two children were healthy and strong, that my wife was healthy and had a good job which she enjoyed. I felt happiness growing within me as I fell asleep. You know, I like nice stuff just as much as the next guy, and I don't want to just get by. I want to thrive, and I think I am. But I'll tell you this, I am ever vigilant of the hypnosis of more and bigger and its ability to infect me. My goal, my mission is to explore what it means to be human and to be present to and grateful for the opportunity that I have to live in this place at this time. Now, I'm not sure I could say this if I was homeless or suffering a tragic loss. And I'm not arrogant enough to assume that whatever blessings or good fortunes I've had is solely the result of anything I've done. I don't know why there's starvation and poverty. And when I see that, all I can say is there, but for the grace of God or whoever, go I. And I don't know why I got so lucky as to own a home, have a healthy family, and a job that I love. I'd like a mansion and a Ferrari, but I sure as heck don't need one. But I tell you what, if I am able to manifest that, it's not going to happen by looking with envy at what the other guy has and feeling like a failure or feeling less than. It's going to happen by declaring myself incredibly wealthy and blessed right now. And that makes me happy. Shortly after that sleepless night, the phone started to ring again and my business picked up. I got some help from coaches and mentors, some who were very generous with their time. The economy seemed to be getting better. Or maybe the only thing that was getting better was me. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Ted in Your Head. This podcast has absolutely nothing to do with TED Talks or TEDx or any other TED except me, Ted Moreno. Thanks to Zach Shaw for his assistance in producing this podcast. For more information, you can go to my website at www.tedmoreno.com. Please connect with me on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Google+. And remember what Q said to Picard. The exploration that awaits you is charting the unknown possibilities of existence. <laughs>